Hello and thank you for joining this week's Fearless STEM Careers. This is the podcast that equips you with tools and advice to be fearless in creating a happy, fulfilling and empowering STEM related career, which means anything linked to science, tech, engineering and maths. I'm Hayley Loren, a STEM career coach, award-winning renewables engineer and presenter as featured on BBC Earth, Smithsonian Channel and New Scientist Live, plus founder of Hayley Loren Coaching, which provides STEM-focused career coaching. Each episode, you'll be joined by me, Hayley, and often a special guest to give you clear, actionable steps and advice on creating a career you truly want, whether that means making a career change, getting a promotion, trying to find fulfillment, or simply feeling clearer in your career direction. This is the place to open your mind, get inspired, and be fearless in your STEM career. When you feel unsatisfied or unhappy at work, it can be hard to pinpoint exactly what's wrong. On paper, you might have a great job, but for some reason, things just don't feel right. So what could be the problem? Today on Fearless STEM Careers, I'm breaking down 15 reasons why your job may not be right so you can start to gain clarity and create the career you truly want. Okay, so reason number one is not believing in your work. So often in STEM, you can feel unhappy because you're working in a role you don't actually believe in or for a company that you don't believe in. For example, you can't see the direct positive impact that you're making or if you're working on a project that you feel is actually doing more harm than good. And a big one here could be defense or something similar. Now, if you started your career initially actually wanting to make a positive impact on the world or being involved in exciting projects, it can be really demoralizing when you're just stuck in a role that is the absolute opposite. So I highly recommend asking yourself, do I believe in the work I'm doing? Reason number two is toxic culture. So whether it's a horrible boss, a tricky colleague, a toxic environment or anything else, if you're in a toxic situation, it won't take long before you are dreaming of quitting. Now, the question is, how do you know whether you're in a toxic culture? Most of the time, if things are very negative at work, whether it's people bitching, being accusatory, finger pointing, taking credit for other people's work, and maybe even shouting or showing a general lack of respect, it's most likely a toxic environment. A non-toxic environment is one that's supportive and inclusive and positive. So it's really important that you know the difference between the two and also know that you deserve to be in a positive environment. If you're in a toxic culture, a toxic environment, you deserve more than that. It's simple. Reason number three is corporate bureaucracy. Ah, this is a fun one. (laughs) So often in larger companies, they have a load of corporate policies or processes or admin tasks that you need to follow. And if you're somebody who simply loves just getting stuck into projects or getting stuck into the technical stuff, then you might find the bureaucracy utterly boring and frustrating. 
Whereas other people like having processes and systems, and that's often what a large corporate company has. So this leads me on to reason number four, which is the size of the company. So if you don't like bureaucracy or a load of processes that you have to follow, then maybe a larger company isn't actually right for you. Often smaller companies or even startups have none of that stuff or very little, which means you get far more freedom. What it does tend to mean, though, is that the company may be a bit more disorganised or things feel a bit more messy. But some people thrive in this situation. And you might love the idea that you're being pulled from one project to another because it means that you're getting more exposure to different areas. Alternatively, Maybe you're someone who actually thrives in the larger structured environment, in which case, you know, a corporate company, a big one, a blue chip corporate company might be a better fit for you. It's all about understanding your own personality. Reason number five is lack of support. So STEM is notorious for having bad managers because often people who are actually very good technically are then promoted and thrown into a management position with zero training and possibly not much people skills. And this can mean that they actually struggle to support their team. Or on the opposite end, people who are good managers or who would make a very good manager are so sought after and they're given so much work that they tend to be spread too thinly and therefore unable to support their team, which inadvertently turns them into a bad manager. So all in all, there's just a general lack of support. Reason number six is that you don't click with your colleagues. Now, you probably spend more time with your colleagues than you do with your best mates, which is kind of mad and crazy. So when you don't click with them or there's nobody that you get on with, then it can feel lonely and frustrating. And often it can make you feel that the problem is you, but often it's not because, you know, nobody's a problem. It's just that you haven't found where you fit. It's true that you don't go to work to make friends friends, but you do at least need some allies. Reason number seven is wrong location. So this can mean anything from having a long commute to being on a secondment in a different country and not enjoying it, or even having to work in an office, but you'd rather work on site. You can have the best job in the world, but if the location doesn't work, then often it's your personal life that suffers. So you can end up being happy in your job, but unhappy outside of work. Reason number eight is having a different passion. So this is a really interesting one because I think so many people pick a particular career route when they're younger, but then discover later on in life that they're actually passionate about something completely different. For instance, one of my clients is a scientist who discovered she loves ceramics and is now building a ceramics built business. This is where career changes come into play. And I think often career changes can feel scary, but really it's very, very normal if you think about it. Because how is 18-year-old you meant to know what 30-year-old you wants from life? This leads me on to the next reason, number nine, which is your needs have changed. You will always change as a person. So just because a job was the right fit for you a year ago, it doesn't mean it still is. Maybe your interests have shifted or maybe you've come back from maternity leave or maybe you've 
discovered a new passion, like I was saying before, whatever it is, know that it's normal for your needs and desires to change throughout your life. You don't need to stick to one career path forever. Reason number 10 is that you may not be learning or gaining new experiences. So when you stop learning or stop experiencing new things, you essentially start to plateau in your career. This is when things start to feel easy and comfortable, but if you're not careful, you can end up in a rut or stagnating, which can lead to feeling pretty miserable. Best way to approach a career is with a learning mindset. If you're always learning, it means you're always growing. Of course, there may be times in your life when having an easy job is beneficial, like, you know, if you've just had a baby or something like that, but it won't be the case for your whole career. Otherwise, you will get bored. Reason number 11 is that you're in the wrong environment or atmosphere. So atmosphere is key. Let's take the example of a restaurant, okay? When you go out for dinner, isn't it just so nice when you find somewhere that has a bit of a buzz and it's got a really nice atmosphere, but occasionally you can end up somewhere that has no atmosphere whatsoever and you can hear a pin drop and it makes your dinner quite awkward and weird. The same can be said for your work environment because it's important you know how you want your workplace to feel and allow it to fit with you. So do you want it to be busy and serious or creative and friendly? Do you want people to be laughing and joking throughout the day or do you want it to only be at lunch times? Of course, things have changed with more people working from home, but it's still good to understand what suits you best. So for instance, in Offshore Wind, I have absolutely loved working on the construction site because the atmosphere tends to be more relaxed and less corporate. So just figure out what works for you. Reason number 12 is that you can't be yourself. And this one happens surprisingly often. So you can enter a career route and feel like you need to hide parts of yourself, which is actually really sad. And back in the day, work was very serious and you had to hide maybe parts of your personality or, or kind of be a certain way. But the world has changed or it is changing. And in most industries now, personality goes a long way. So the more you're able to actually be yourself at work and feel like you're not putting on a mask, the happier you're going to be. Reason number 13 is a lack of freedom. So whether it's freedom with your time or how you plan out the work that you do, freedom is becoming more and more important. So the freedom to choose how you work, where you work and when you work. Because when you feel free, you feel a sense of control over your life rather than someone else controlling you. So there are only two more left. You are nearly there. Number 14 is there's no progression where you are. So if there's no way up the career ladder, then you may feel frustrated and like there's no real purpose to you being there. So unless your current job is giving you some sort of epic experience, as soon as you start to plateau, so that means you're kind of gaining less experience, then you're going to start to think, okay, well, what next? Why am I here? And if there's no progression where you are, you don't need to stick around. It's as simple as that. Last, but very much not least, is number 15, which is salary. You go to work to get 
paid. Even the people who seem to have the most fun job in the whole world, like YouTubers and artists, all still need to get paid. So whatever happens, you can't lose sight of salary. So don't be afraid to know your worth. So that means understanding what other people doing your job are getting paid in the industry. And then don't be afraid to ask more money. You know, it needs to be matched. You need to be paid for what you're worth. Of course, though, there is a balance between money and happiness. So there's no point in selling your soul, being miserable and getting paid a ton of money unless your only focus is financial gain. But most people in STEM tend to care about something beyond money. They've gone into STEM because they care about the environment or because they want to make an impact or because they enjoy solving puzzles. So it's it's literally why you spent years learning equations or having your head in the textbook or having to, you know, strive to get the experience that you need. So for a lot of people in STEM, I find, including myself, actually, they would be happy being paid less if they had a shot to work on one of their absolute dream projects. So for me, if SpaceX rang me and said, Hayley, we want you to go into space and work on this cool new engineering project, I would go, hell yeah, you don't even need to pay me for that. I will do that. Or if Disney rang me, because I am obsessed with Disney, and they said, Hayley, we want you to help design the next roller coaster. I would say I'm probably not qualified. However, yes, of course, I'm going to help you do that. Although I do know that Disney don't design the roller coaster, but I would still love to be one of the Imagineers that they call them, which would be very fun. So it's important to weigh things up if you don't like the work that you're doing and you're not getting paid very much, then something needs to change, clearly. That rounds up the 15 reasons why you may not like your job. And I do realize and know that there will be so many more. So if you feel like getting in touch and letting me know why you don't like your job, then do. Um, you can message me on Instagram at the Hayley Loren or send me an email at Hayley at HaleyLoren.com. But hopefully this gives you some insight or some idea into what might be wrong at work for you. And if you can get crystal clear, on what you don't like, it will then help you to find a career path and a job that suits you better and where you can feel happier. So a quick action for you that you can do over the next couple of weeks is that every time you feel unhappy or frustrated at work, I want you to note down really quickly what's causing it. A bit like a tracker or a diary. So think, is it your boss? Is it the commute? Is it the work that you're doing? And ask yourself, you know, what is wrong and build up a picture of what you would like to fix. You can then use that when you're going into your job hunting or when you're looking at what career path you want to go into next. It all helps. It's essentially gathering data. And when you're feeling frustrated and unhappy, I want you to remember this podcast episode and I want you to think to yourself, I am fearless. Okay, you may not feel fearless, but I know that you inside are fearless. And I got so passionate and excited when I said that then that I hit the mic, <laughs> which is if you heard a little like boom, <laughs> it's because I hit the mic. So, yes, you are fearless. Remember that. 
we're almost at the end of the episode. Now, if you're feeling unhappy or uncertain in your current STEM job and unsure whether you should actually stay or leave, I have got a free downloadable quiz for you called Should You Quit Your STEM Job? When you're unhappy in your job, it can feel frustrating and confusing. So this simple quiz based off my decade of experience will help you to create clarity and identify some steps forward. Because let's be honest, you deserve to create a career with purpose where you feel you belong and can make the impact you've always dreamed of. To get the quiz, just head to my website, hayleyloren.com forward slash coaching, and there'll also be a link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to Fearless STEM Careers. Please do rate us everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, because it would be so appreciated and it genuinely makes a difference. Also subscribe so you don't actually miss out on any episodes. And I do sometimes post bonus episodes, which I would not want you to miss out on. If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out on Instagram. My handle is at the Hayley Loren. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. Just search Hayley Loren. Thanks again. Join me in another two weeks for the next episode. And in the meantime, be fearless in your STEM career. Thank you.